Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. And we are taking a look at bank earnings in Singapore. We've just wrapped up the earnings season. And it does look like quite an encouraging quarter. In fact, we had OCBC yesterday posting a record $7.02 billion of profit for FY2023. And UOB also reporting record net profit and DBS pretty much the same. So let's unpack it all with Tilan Wickermasinger. He is the Head of Equity Research for Maybank Securities. Good morning, Tilan. How are you doing today? Morning, Ryan. Great to be back on the show. Uh, great to have you on as always. So let's talk about the bank earnings season. What is your takeaway from the three banks so far? How much have they impressed you? Yes, I mean, if you look across the sector, we saw a very strong finish to 2023. As you said, all three posted record profits amid what could be characterized as a very slow macro environment. EBS and UOB delivered earnings that were higher than what the analysts were expecting, uh, while OCBC yesterday was in line with expectations. Net interest income continued to dominate. And for all three banks, it, it came in a lot better than that was expected. And this is important uh, as it shows that margin contraction was slower than first expected. This was a concern that funding costs uh, would rise a lot during the year and potentially lead to a deposit flow, uh, but that did not happen. In fact, we actually saw you know, funding costs falling incrementally compared to a couple of quarters ago. Overall, net interest margins uh, did most of the heavy lifting in the quarter as loan growth was pretty much in the doldrums with low economic growth, particularly in China, uh, and also high interest rates. And I think non-interest income, there wasn't much to shout out about, but we did see on the fee side, wealth management, which has been relatively weak this year, kind of stabilizing. Uh, But I think the other sort of main takeaway for me was asset quality. Non-performing loans was pretty low. Asset quality was very solid, uh, despite the fact that we've got these very high interest rates and a slow China uh, and all the other uncertainties around the world. Brian? Yeah, Tilan, so it does look like we had a pretty good quarter for banks and each bank actually had a bit of a special something to shout about. So let's unpack it one by one. DBS had a 1 for 10 bonus issue. What stood out for you here for DBS? Yes, I mean, I think that was one of the key things that kind of stood out for me. I think, you know, overall, the clarity of management's plan to kind of return back capital to shareholders Dividends have already been increased and basically this one for 10 bonus issue basically further binds them to pay more dividends to shareholders. So I think that that was a very strong standout point for me. Okay, if you look at UOB, well, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, I'm sure you have tried to get hands on a cut. And that's one reason why you saw cut fees going up. So for UOB, was that one of your, I suppose, buy spots? Absolutely. So I think if you look at UOB, what stood out for me was the new focus or the renewed focus on their retail banking business and the cards business and, you know, Taylor Swift and all that kind of feeds into that. And I think also the speed and the success they've had in integrating their Citibank franchise across the region. Now, you know, integrating banks is a very, very complicated job, but they've already managed to kind of complete that with Malaysia and Indonesia and Thailand's expected to do that by the second quarter. Um, and we are already starting to see some of those uh, positive results in terms of margin uplifts coming from that. So I think overall, this new focus on the retail business should provide them with some more headroom for margin. 
All right, so about OCBC, which has more exposure to Hong Kong and China. So what stands out for you here? I think overall what stood out for OCBC was if you look at their fourth quarter margins as well as loan growth, they actually did better than both the other two banks. Um, And I think that differentiation is coming through because of this new one bank or one group approach uh, that they're taking uh, where they're trying to drive more synergies by better integrating the different parts of the banks together so that they all kind of speak to each other and work better together. And I think that's starting to work. And that's what you're kind of starting to see where margins are going as well as where loan growth is going. Yeah, Tillin, talking about margins, we've seen uh, net interest margins overall starting to moderate. Where do they go from here, especially with expectations of more rate cuts to come in the second half of this year? Yeah, I think with the exception of OCBC, we saw net interest margins uh, sequentially falling for the sector. Uh, and, uh, and we think that that trend will continue. Uh, one of the main reasons is that loan yields are falling even as interest rates stay high. Now, this is a very unusual situation. And partly, I think that's because loan demand is so weak. Pretty much all the banks are competing for the same pool of high-quality customers. So that's driving pricing Mm. down. And also, funding costs is not cheap. And there's a lot of excess liquidity that the banks are carrying, which is being parked in uh, lower-yielding securities with central banks. Uh, We think for the rest of the year, NIMS will continue to fall. But it will be at a fairly measured pace because they should be able to manage some of that funding cost side. Uh, If we do see rate cuts come later this year, uh, this will, of course, have a negative impact on NIMS. But we think the pace of decline uh, will be moderated as uh, funding costs also fall and also you'll see uh, loan growth coming through as well. That's a very interesting point which uh, DBS CEO Pish Gupta brought up before that they are flush with too much cash that they can't put it to good use anywhere as much as before. Well, if you look at the three banks, which one stands to be the most attractive in time to come based on current valuations? Our topic is DBS. Uh, they've got one of the strongest balance sheets out there and have a very strong focus on improving their uh, return on equity. Overall, ROEs for DBS is almost like two percentage points higher than the other two banks. And they still have a lot of excess capital. And management has been very clear in terms of returning this excess capital to shareholders which should drive better dividend yields going forward as well. Plus, if you have a revival in China, they've also got their hands on growth in India. Uh, Plus, they've got very low-cost funding at home. So I think all these factors put together uh, gives DBS a very strong competitive position going forward. All right, a great overview of the bank's earnings season in Singapore. And DBS is the top pick from Tilan Rikmasinger. He is the head of equity research for Maybank Securities. Tilan, thank you so much for your time as always and your insights this morning. Thank you. All right, great catch up with you, Tilan. We'll talk to you again soon. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.